Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have some very interesting things to talk about today. I have received um, hundreds upon hundreds of uh, questions with regard to tornadoes, so I'm going to talk a little bit about those today and try to clear up some misperceptions about that. But first, I'd like you to meet someone I have um, decided to uh, embark on a mission with. He has a wonderful mission. You may have heard me mention him before. His name is David A. Dunn. And he is the author of the book, Get Life Right, 10-Minute Reads. And this is your companion for prosperity, fulfillment. If you are having a problem in any area of your life, this book can help you. So David has a special offer, and I'm going to bring him on here. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. Welcome back to the show, David. How are you? Hey, it's a treat to be here. Sure, nice to see you. Nice to talk to you again about... Um, everything that's going on with your book and your mission, which you call Place It Forward. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about the campaign and ways that we can all help? Uh, I was asked to put together some uh, uh, stories about the people who had benefited most from the book. And what we found out was that not one of them would have been likely to buy the book uh, or it would never enter their mind. And so we realized that our market is not the kind of market that you can reach by conventional uh, means. And so we decided that the only way we can reach these folks is to let God decide who gets the books. So we're, we're, incur- we're, we're placing books in public places where people can find them. Ideally, we'd place them in places where they are linger for a while. Uh, but uh, if, they t- if somebody takes them home, that's okay. Uh, so what we what we decided to do is anybody that buys the book from placeitforward.com can uh, uh, get. We'll send them one book free for them to put in the place that they think will work best, and that could be the subway, the subway station. It could be at a hospital. Re- uh, it could be at their doctor's office. Uh, my I left uh, one at my eye doctor's. Uh, and I was sitting in the room watching patients come and go, and every one of them picked it up. And I mm. was so excited I could hardly contain myself. Uh, mm. And I heard the next time I went in, the doctor was raving about it. He had he had uh, picked it up and took it home. He read it, and he put it out there for his kids to read. So um, uh, it's contagious. It's exciting, uh, um, but we need help. So we're looking to place people – 
God helps people randomly. He knows who, where the needs are, and wherever uh-huh. you decide to put it is going to be somebody that needs it. And and uh, in case you didn't hear the earlier segment uh, about the book, it's a self-help book that'll help almost anybody on almost any issue. There's 70 10-minute reads, and they're all easy going. There's no shoulds. They're just ideas uh, and, and logic, and and uh, uh, it's a it's a very friendly. Um, environment inside the book. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, w- one of the ways, uh, um, so reaching these people, you know, you never know what's going to happen for the most part. So, um, anybody can get a second book if they buy a book through placeitforward.com. But if you wanted to um, become an ongoing placer or you're in a service organization who has people that would benefit from the book, you can work out bulk deals where you get. Uh, help with all kinds of books so um uh we the book has uh, helped um rich people poor people uh, uh spanish-speaking people can barely speak english um uh it, 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 whoever it touches it has a capability of helping them mm. so the the call that i got this morning was probably the best testimonial i've ever received and um that was from uh, a woman who received a book from somebody who didn't read it, who got their book from somebody who didn't read it. And the person who, who picked the book up and read it was a person who had just finished a week of, of um, uh, uh, shock treatment for her brain. She was an intelligent woman, but she had been messed up her entire life. And um, she was an adult lady. And so her mom called me to thank me profusely this morning. She says that she she got up, went to work excitedly, and she'd never seen her as happy in 10 years. So um, uh, we don't know where that's going to end up, but it, but that's the sort of thing. It can do a, a, a big turnaround or it can just fine-tune something that's uh, missing in your life or mm. that could be better. So, um, and yeah, I'm so kind this- of... So this happened for her after reading the book, or at least most of it? She only read uh, part of the book. Um, wow. She's a very uh, uh, smart lady, so she's a fast reader. I, I didn't, uh, her mom was so uh, so excited she couldn't hardly explain herself. <laughs> mm. So I don't know how much of the book that she got into, but she did take it to work, and she was planning on taking it to her doctor's office. Okay, that's exciting, and I'd love if, you can get in touch with her i'd love to have her on the air to talk about her experience i think that would be very inspiring for the listeners i'm i'm uh, trying to organize that right now um, okay w- one of the things that happens is uh if somebody says well you're not you're not doing so well i want to take you to a shrink uh, a lot of people will will uh re- resist that and so uh and and if you take uh, a book to a shrink and say i think a lot of your your customers uh, your, the people that you counsel will be uh, benefited by this if they can get the rest of their life squared away. Then, the, then the problem that you're working on won't be so severe. Um, mm. But they resist that because, uh, well, I'm not sure uh, it's not written by a PhD. Um, hmm. But this is a good example where somebody uh, picked it up and they benefited from a non-technical, non-academic uh, type of a read. So. Um, 
Yes. Um, you don't have that, a lot of psychological jargon in it. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, very simplistic verbiage, very straightforward, simplistic, and to the point. That's why they can read everything in 10 minutes, any topic. Um, another um, a, a case history, was, which was uh, uh, pretty exciting, is I, I taught at a halfway house, and one of the fellows that came in there for a, a one-year uh, program, it's you go there or go to jail uh, oh. or, or you remain on probation. And uh, he was a, a guy that was so sinister looking. That you, you, you know that he could put the hurt on you a hundred different ways. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he sat in the class for three weeks before – it's only a one-hour class. <laughs> he sat for three weeks before he, he uh, started to participate. Within two more weeks, he was he was uh, leading the class, asking the most questions, and within a, a couple of months, he was being uh, asked to speak before congregations and, and about his turnaround. He had been a member of the Crips motorcycle gang, and uh, uh, so um, uh, he turned out to be my star student. He he never knew how to make an honest living because he didn't know how to read. And so while he was there, the other people in the halfway house helped him learn, and he learned in a hurry. He was plenty smart. And um, so um, people were so impressed with his turnaround that uh, one lady wrote a book called From the Crips to Christ. And, oh. and, and you can currently get that, you know, probably at Amazon. Mm. Um, of course, our book can be got there, too. Um, yes. <laughs> if the proceeds of books we sell through conventional sources are uh, go to buy the books that we make available free, and at the in order to get the the free books, you have to go through um, uh, placeitforward.org. Mm. And um, in a previous segment for the Dream Interpretation, I uh, spoke about it at length, and I um, extended the offer that you made to the listeners that the first ten visitors to the website. Uh, placeitforward.org could get a free download of the book and you've agreed to extend that offer so if everybody, if you would like to get an idea of what the book's about I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute but go to placeitforward.org and you can purchase the book and then put in a promotional code that says spiritual insights just type it all one word and it's it's pretty easy to navigate, just go to placeitforward.org, and on the left-hand side, click Buy the Book, and then follow the steps. Insert Spiritual Insights into the promo code, apply that, and you'll be able to get your free download. Take a look, see if it's for you or for someone you know. You never know who you can help. Let's tell them a little bit about the contents, David, how you put it together in a series. Well, the, um, it starts out uh, talking about thinking, and of course, uh, most people pay more attention to what shoes they're going to buy than 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 where they could go to learn how to think better. Mm-hmm. So it it makes some um, uh, really simple observations about the uh, the most common reason why people uh, don't strive to think better is the thought never enters their mind. So their life is on autopilot. You 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 delegate your decisions to your thought habits and and. Uh, and they ended up calling most of the shots. Yes. So we 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 go through that, and that to me is that that's one of the funnest things. If you never read anything else but that, that would be probably the most thing to re- best thing to read. Um, um, so, let's see, 
Hold on just a second. Okay. Uh, um, so then the next thing we do, is we talk about uh, planning your life. If you don't have a good uh, vision of what you want to accomplish, uh, you're going to end up with a... Um, like an itinerary for a trip that uh, where your dots are random places and and mm. uh, you're not going to end up where you want to go. So the the simplest thing to do is to have a destination. And uh, the bigger that is, the better. So in other words, you say, well, geez, I'm not I'm not very capable, so I'm going to set my sights low because I'm more likely to achieve them. Well, uh, Michelangelo said said that it's better to uh, um, uh, set your heights too high and, and not achieve them, then set them too low and, and achieve them. Uh, one of the things you get from striving is the sense of accomplishment and, and the pride in your ability to go out and take risks and, and uh, things of that sort. So um, uh, uh, the, the, your plan is so important, and uh, your longest-range plans are, the, are by far the more important than, than the closest ones. It's sort of like... Um, if you were lost in the forest, uh, uh, you couldn't hardly see where you were going, but you could see a ridge line, and so you set as a target uh, a, a spot on the ridge line, probably the lowest place where you can get over to the other side. But mm-hmm. um, so the longest ones are the best. But and what it boils down to when you go through your intermediate and your short-term plans, the thing that really counts is basically what's on your to-do list and what you do next. So if the next thing you do is always the most important and smartest and, and uh, most productive thing that you can think of to do, then you, that's the way you accomplish the most that you're capable of accomplishing. Mm. So you have to pay attention to where you're headed and what you do, what, you, what gets on your list. But in reality, it's, it's, life boils down to something that's as simple as uh, your to-do list, you know, uh, you're not going to get too far ahead going and getting groceries, but if you have to get groceries to remain uh, in school and things of that sort, and right. so the school is a better destination than, than the grocery store. But, but still, um, in other words, you, you don't have to take giant strides. All you have to do is be be persistent, and mm-hmm. um, so um, the the, um, the then the, then the, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> a little. Um, you got the book. The, um, yeah, I have mine yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the the next thing is to understand your attributes. Now, uh, we all have lots and lots of uh, uh, things that we do well, or the things that we like, or we're interested in, and lots of things that we don't like and would would tend tend to avoid. And um, so. Um, uh, uh, and, and we do the same thing about ourselves and, and what we think our skills are. Uh, first of all, what we think we can't do, we probably can if, if we got the right kind of training. Uh, doctors don't set out to do heart surgery the first time. They go to school for 28 years. They have people coaching them along the way, and then they have people over, looking over their shoulder. And if you have that kind of help on any area of your life that you're weak, you can become strong in it or at least uh, proficient at it. Uh, I was not a writer, and, but after 12,000 hours of it, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I can kind of do it. Um, mm. uh, uh, 
So you can overcome things that you're not everything that you would like to be, but your strength is in what it comes to you most naturally. And um, so uh, uh, learn to love those things and, and go there because you'll remember what's important. You'll be able to, your, your best ideas will come from what you like the best. And so that's where you should work and that's where you'll get the most fulfillment and uh, mm. um, so forth. And so, just to add, oh, go ahead. No, well, just, just, just to add, it's, it's so easy to follow through the book. It's a series. It's, it's set up in a series from A to H, and it covers such topics as David just said, you know, getting your thinking cleared up so that you can be more decisive and set those goals and then uh, consistently achieve those goals. Um, getting a plan for your life, um, getting the most out of the attributes that you have. Um, you even talk about shedding notions of suicide. This is a very common issue with people. Financial advice, uh, ways to attract the people you'd like to be like, and you even have advice on relationships, marriage, maintaining and creating a close family, and just overall live the best life that you can live. It's full of helpful tips to change your thinking so you can change your life for the better. There's also free downloads at getliferight.com where you can download um, free samples of almost any topic. Um, lots of great stuff happening at both websites, Get Life Right, as well as Place It Forward. And I just, I love being part of this. I've gotten friends and family involved, and they're helping to place books in areas where people are most likely to find them. What's beautiful about it is just doing something, it's like a, a random act of kindness and not knowing who you're helping. So if you put this on a city bus or in an office, say a dentist's office, and you leave it there and you just walk away, and then someone comes along who really has trouble with an area of their life and finds it, and they get the help they need, and then they see the flyer inside that says, oh, if you found this, someone left it for you, and then you place it forward by buying a book, and if you buy a book, you get a free copy to give away. David wants a certain amount of books to be given out for free to help as many people as possible. And the beauty of it is that God will get that book connected to the right person. Right, David? Like you got it. Saying? Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just I think it's a beautiful mission, and you have such a kind heart and a generous spirit and to want to help people in this manner. Most people are generally focused on how much money they can make with a book and how much notoriety they can gain. You're concern, your main concern is how many people can I help? So, And you want to get this into prisons. You have a lot of plans, so I'm happy to be on board with this. And I also want to thank you for sponsoring the segments. David has sponsored I, months' worth of segments, and I appreciate your believing in me. You're the best. Aw. <laughs> Aw. Well, so, so if you want to see, uh, get a free download of the book, go to placeitforward.org. To learn more about the book in total, go to GetLifeRight.com. And if you would like to visit our segment in the archives where David and I explored the book thoroughly, it's the May 19th, 2014 segment. And you can learn a lot more about it if you'd like to hear us talk about it in depth. We explored it thoroughly. David, thank you for coming on and spending some time with me today. Thanks, Char. You're the best. Take care. You're welcome. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that's a really great offer, and I really am honored to be part of this. So moving on to dream interpretation. I'm sorry for making you wait, but that was very important 
because I wanted you to hear that offer straight from the man who was making it. He really wants uh, to help people. So on my blog, I have received uh, countless questions about tornadoes and dreams in response to an article I wrote. So I wanted to discuss tornadoes because I know those dreams are extremely frightening and they're designed to be that way. If you've uh, heard the show before, there are scenes that you'll see that are designed to shock you into awareness. It's to get your attention, to pay attention to a certain um, aspect of what's going on in your mind that you aren't paying full attention to. So it wants to get your attention. That's why we have shocking scenes. So basically with tornadoes, tornadoes and other natural disasters represent emotional upheaval. Tornadoes specifically point to fear of separation from family members. So what that means is while there are other natural disasters, such as an earthquake, which I can certainly delve into at another time, but an earthquake would point more to your daily life, like the foundations of your life. We generally see earthquakes in like an apocalyptic type scenario when something has or is about to happen that will, that will change the foundation of your life and perhaps the core of your identity, your self-concept about who you are. Tsunamis have the same connotation. It means upheaval, emotional upheaval, and that's going to be a lot of emotion there because of the water element. But that speaks directly to the whole family as a unit. Tornadoes, then, specifically point to a fear of separation from a family member, and there's generally one or two at most. I have seen so many different varieties because so many people have written, so many, I get so many dreams about this. Um, but generally, if you have a dream about a tornado, there's generally a person in this situation that you are experiencing where you may feel that if you tell them your true thoughts and feelings, that you might lose them. Our fears of what might happen when we communicate honestly generally do not occur, however, as we imagine. And that's very key. Tornadoes are a culmination of air in its most destructive capacity, pointing to the realm of thought. Clearly, if you look at your fears and try to determine which are truly based on a possible reality, rather than an imagined worst-case scenario, this will get you closer to what's really in your subconscious mind that needs to be acknowledged and, in most cases, released. It generally points to a fear, and that's all it is. It's a fear. We are afraid to say things to people because we're afraid of making the situation worse. But I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. What you want to do is you want to trust your heart to tell you what to do. The pain we experience and perceive is truly a barometer of the destruction we perceive being done. We often categorize experiences as small or large, depending on the loss we think we may experience or that we have experienced. However, pain is measured according to the depth of that loss or the importance of what was destroyed. Another possible representation is this. In many households, you may have a teenager in the family whose behavior is affecting the family unit. But often when dealing with teens, there is the element of fear that if you are too tough on them, that they will run away or distance themselves emotionally even further. This is the fear of the separation. But I think it's worth every effort to get through and guide your child. I think you should do everything you can to try to get through to them so that later in adulthood, when your child looks back, they can see that you tried your best to help guide and protect them no matter what decision they ultimately made at the time. 
they'll have to take responsibility for that themselves. Tornadoes can also point to an individual with a stormy personality, and by that I mean an alcoholic, substance abuser, or someone who has an emotional or mental affliction, um, something that causes an imbalance such as bipolar or severe depression, or even volatile people who are generally um, tough to deal with in a home. But in the presence of these personalities, one will usually do everything possible to the point of extreme self-sacrifice, and that is very key. They'll do anything possible in order to keep a semblance of peace. The upheaval we feel in these situations is then repressed and buried and can often lead to physical sickness if brought from a mental level to a physical level. And you've heard me mention PEMS levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. When a, when a disease or malady manifests, it starts in the mental level and manifests in the physical. It can result in ulcers, disorders of the blood, such as high blood pressure and diabetes, disorders, disorders of the liver, which actually represents anger, and abuse of alcohol and substances or sleeping aids. These behaviors are also viewed as having a destructive capacity the destructive capacity of a natural disaster. So basically what I'm saying is when there is someone, whether it's represented by a teenager, um, someone with a stormy personality, or someone with whom your relationship isn't all that harmonious, rather than voice our true feelings and risking making it worse or increasing that perceived distance between that person, we create a sense of artificial peace and act like everything's okay. And that is why we have dreams about tornadoes. The tornado is trying to get you to address the fear. Generally, tornado dreams, and I have one I'll, I'll go over briefly, um, they generally point to forgiveness in most cases. But whatever the situation, know that your dream is based on your perception of what is going on. Our fears simply amplify our personal projections of what might occur if we take action and we pull back, doing nothing, and then we often berate ourselves for an assumed lack of courage. But this isn't reality. Um, we are courageous. We're, we're as courageous as we allow ourselves to be. And I think we need to approach the situation that the dream is pointing to with love and simply communicate honestly without excess emotion. And that's how you can um, work with a dream about a tornado. Now, they come in many different forms. Tornadoes would be the universal symbol in the dream. However, with the personal symbol surrounding it, this would give someone like me, an idea of who it's about and what that fear is and how to best help you address this situation. So I'm going to go over a dream briefly. If you have a question about a dream, whether it's tornadoes or not, that's fine. Um, you don't have to stick to the topic, but that would be cool. Uh, dial in 347-934-0751, and I can take some calls. I have some time today to devote. So this dream was submitted by someone who wishes to re remain anonymous, and it states, Last night I had a dream, and my brother who killed himself in 2005 was in it. We were both standing together and looking up at a giant white jet stream-looking cloud that was vertical. After a few seconds or minutes, the cloud turned into a huge tornado. It picked up a giant house and was carrying it across the sky. There was a feeling of fear and a little panic, but we both remained calm, because there was nothing we could do but watch. So this is interesting. So let me break this down to try to give you an idea of the possibilities for your dream. So he dreams about his brother who has been deceased 
for a number of years. This being about the brother, obviously. This would not be the brother representing an aspect of his own self. This is actually the brother and his relationship with that brother who committed suicide. They were both standing together and looking up at a giant white jet stream looking cloud, and it was vertical. So white being a number of spirituality, this would point to this imagery here, the connection between heaven and earth, which supports the presence of the brother who is now deceased, who I'm certain is living peacefully in heaven. But after a few seconds or minutes, the cloud turns into a huge tornado. This represents the fear in the dreamer's mind that he'll be separated from his brother forever. It picked up a giant house. The size of the house is significant in that it actually represents how great his fear is. The house being, I know a little more about this, I just want to keep it succinct. This was their childhood home. And that's the core of his identity, his family, the family unit, who he grew up with, and the brother's ultimate decision to take his life as a young adult. But the house was flying through the sky, which is in the realm of thought, which means that he's afraid that of a feeling of displacement because it's flying through the sky. And you can allude it to like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, how you, you start in one place and it picks you up and puts you in another place, in which case you're, you're basically looking at it as your life will never be the same. And this is certainly true after the passing of a loved one, no matter how they pass, our lives are never going to be the same. And this is an interesting example because we are talking about someone who is no longer on the physical plane. But it also demonstrates how our relationships continue even after death. Here's the important thing. While he did have a feeling of fear and a little bit of panic, naturally, you know, we do fear. Where is our loved one? Um, even if, if they're with us and they're, they're alive, we worry about them and we have that fear and we have that panic about what to do. But here's the solution. We both remain calm because there was nothing we could do but watch. All they could do was observe. But as they observe, they notice that no damage is actually done to the house. And this is what happens in most situations, especially to one to which a tornado dream is pointing. With all the fear that we build up in trying to prevent further damage to a situation, it builds up and builds up, much like the tornado, and it begins to turn. At some point, we basically have to let go and accept the situation. And we also have to accept the power that we have to tell the truth. So when we approach that person with love and extend a platform of forgiveness and say, whether it's a, a teenager or someone who needs to clean up their act and to rem keep the family peaceful, we have to be able to state this and set the boundary and defend it. And in some cases, ultimatums might be necessary. In a lot of cases, if you simply say it in terms of a teenager, I love you very much and I trust you to make the right decisions for yourself. But if you continue doing this, this is going to lead to a negative choice and you're not going to like the conditions of your life. So as a parent, we want to help guide our children, but in the most loving manner, as frustrating as it gets. When you're setting an ultimatum, you don't want to 
um, outline some kind of consequence that you can't deliver on. It has to be uh, small steps, I think, especially in dealing with a child. But you know your children, and you know the people that you live with. So, so I just wanted to go over that one example. Um, there are so many other examples. Uh, one that was sent uh, by a woman named Karen. In her dream, she was in her childhood home. So certainly this is going to be about the dynamics of her immediate family. She looks out the window, and she sees three tornadoes beginning to form. That represents the number of people involved in this dream. The interesting part is her personal symbology in that there's an air conditioner in the home. It's running, and then sparks begin to fly out of it. Shortly after that, she notices the tornado coming close to the house, but they bypass the home without causing any damage, and then she wakes up. I want to point to the air conditioner, because we want to look at the personal symbology, and this is what you want to do for your dream. We want to look at the function of an air conditioner. What does an air conditioner do? Its primary function is to control the climate. So the focus in the dream is pointing pointing out to the dreamer that she's working very hard to control the climate of the home of her immediate family, and she's trying to keep the temperature cool because it's getting pretty heated and with a lot of arguments and anger and all of that negative communication going on in the house and trying to diffuse everything, working hard to to keep it calm so that there's a little more harmony, but without really addressing the issues that are present. So a dream like that, that's where you want to look at your personal symbols. Um, and at the end, she notices the tornadoes bypass the home. Another indication that while the, if the situation can be frightening, no real damage is caused. Now, there are dreams where there, are, there is some damage caused. That would mostly be in a past tense um, scenario. So I just wanted to address the tornadoes and dreams. You can look over a lot of other similar dreams or post your own on my blog, which is astraltrinity.blogspot.com. It's had over 157,000 visitors, mostly about that dream, because I didn't put a whole lot of blogs up there because of um, being pulled away and focusing on other aspects of my career. Um, But feel free to leave a comment, um, share on Google+, whatever you'd like to do. You can send in your questions by going to uh, my new temporary website, spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. Feel free to submit a dream for possible interpretation on the air, but I would need you to be available to be on the air to discuss my findings and how they correlate to what's happening in your life. It's very helpful to the listeners. So that will be all for today, and be sure to tune in uh, Wednesdays every week at 3 o'clock Eastern. Tell a friend. If anybody tells you they had a strange dream, just tell them to come. Um, Chat with me, and I'll do my best to help them out. So until next time, um, sweet dreams to everybody. God bless, and be at peace.